I have got some ghost stories for you. I come home from the gym and the chairs are all stacked upside down. I'm like a very intricate stack. There was a werewolf on our porch swing holding one of our kittens. The pen was all busted open and there is blood everywhere. There's like somebody standing in the middle of the bed with their finger pushing straight up on the canopy like a tent pole. But there's nothing there and I laid in bed like a little kid. I pulled the covers up over my eyes. <laughs> this little boy told paranormal investigators apparently my grandfather came back from the dead to harass a toddler. <laughs> so that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF, the podcast of real ghost stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fisk. And I'm Rebecca Black. So coming up in just a little bit, we have a brand new Dead Pet of the Week theme song. So excited it's, about this. I, it's going to be one of those that you keep singing for a long time afterwards. Yeah. Also, follow up to a story we told last week. Ooh. I know I know. sometimes people like binge listen. Right. So if you just found the podcast, you're like just now wrapping up the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what's the next story? So we've got an update on this. We do. We've oh, got I'm another so one coming up. Yeah, but first, we have to send a big shout out and a hello to our newest patrons, uh, Jared Finn, Jennifer Cullen, Joanne Broderick McGinnis, and Kathy Brown. Also, thanks to Rebecca, not me, who became an annual patron. Uh, remember that we do post a pregame every single week and mini-sodes in between seasons, so you can find all of those at patreon.com slash hauntedaf. Uh, also, quick reminder, we are going to be at the Spooky Spectacle. <laughs> yeah, I'm really getting like nerdy excited about this. I'm freaking out. We have so much we have to do. We have to buy some. Signs. I think we're going to maybe order some stickers yeah. or T-shirts. And we've never done this before, but people are reaching out. They're going to be there. Yay, yay, yay. I know. It's, it's really exciting. So you can go to SpookySpectacle.com. Again, that's going to be on the 24th and 25th. Mm-hmm. Our panel is at 1 o'clock. And I think what we're going to do is maybe even set up our equipment and record and have people come up and tell their stories. Okay. It's I'm like, loving that. Well, why the hell not? Yeah. We, we always need more stories. Also, so. it's like a free extra podcast for you peoples yeah and if you go to facebook and look up spooky spectacle make sure it's the one in granbury mm-hmm. i don't know if they have them anywhere but no, whatever they've got a facebook page so they have other events that they're going to have outside of just the expo itself there in granbury so that's a good way to keep up with all the other fun stuff all right you want to just jump in with the stories yep let's go okay so the first one this week comes from Teresa. hey rebecca and julie it's Teresa from sandy utah again i wanted to share another story with you and this one happened very recently, just a couple of weeks ago. My husband and I returned from a European vacation. We went on a cruise with a group who is interested in the paranormal, and so we stopped at a lot of haunted places. And I was super excited because I was hoping that I would see a ghost in the daytime. But unfortunately, that didn't happen. I am sensitive to these things, but I tend to need a bit of quiet and peace. And when there's too many people around, it's hard to get in touch with that. Plus, I also wonder if sometimes we don't run into ghosts and we just don't realize it because there's so many people around that it wouldn't seem out of place. But that's beside the point. Anyhow, we finish up this vacation and my husband and I head home. And I wasn't disappointed. I love the vacation. It was very magical. It was my first time across the seas. But whenever I do these kinds of things, I always seem to bring something home. So I get into bed around 1.30 in the morning. I have my phone with me. And don't lecture me about like not having your phone on because it makes it hard to go to sleep. I get it. But it really does help me fall asleep to play like a little candy crush before I go to bed. So I'm sitting there playing my candy crush game. And I'm just about drifting off into sleep when that thing happens where you're holding your phone and it like hits you in the face. Yep. <laughs> and it kind of startles me awake. And so I wake up a little bit and I get this impression that I'm not alone. 
So I put my phone down to peek over my covers and about three feet from my bed is standing a person Mm -mm. with about five feet tall. I can't tell if it's a male or female, Mm. kind of gender neutral and has a mop of curly blonde hair. I don't know if you guys remember the show Greatest American Hero. Yes. But that's what it looked like, this Afro hair. And it scares me to death because not only is it in full color, but it has its own light source. Like it's glowing (laughs) like this. It's lit up by a light underneath it. So I freak out and I flip on the light, jump out of bed. I don't know why I jump out of bed. You think that's a bad thing to do. I'm not going to like want to fist fight it. And my heart is going a million miles an hour. Now, in the past, when things like this would happen, my husband wouldn't wake up and I would have to scream at him and punch him. And, but he wakes up and he's like, what is going on? He's got a CPAP mask on. Oh, no. So he has to take his little apparatus off so I can talk to him and I explain to him what's happened. I go and show the exact spot it was standing. I tell him all these things and he gets really quiet. And I'm like, what? what? And he's like, well, I really don't want to tell you this, but right before you woke me up, I was dreaming about that very person. They were standing about five feet tall. They had a mop of blonde, curly hair, like an afro. And I said, an afro? Because I didn't tell him it was an afro. Right. Yeah, like the greatest American hero guy. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. And he's like, yeah. And there were two other people with him just standing kind of in the background. And they were just standing there all curious. And it scared me to death because that's exactly the impression. Because I often get impressions from the ghosts too. Like I can tell if they're troublesome. This one wasn't troublesome. It was just they're like kind of curious, like looking in on us. So anyway, either he's dreaming what I'm seeing or I'm seeing what he's dreaming. And the scariest part is that there were two other people that I didn't see. Mm. So thanks for letting me share the scariest story that has happened to me most frequently. And because of it, I have not been able to sleep very well for probably two weeks. Take care. Wow, Teresa. I just love the idea of a glowing afro. (laughs) I don't know why that weirdly makes me happy. Was it? Yeah, is it like some sort of angel? Do you remember that show? I don't. I'm sure you don't because I was like a baby when that was on. But I remember, believe it or not, I know the song. I never thought I would be. Okay, but I know the Seinfeld version of that. Believe it or not, George isn't at home. So leave a message at the beep. That was his answering machine. I know. Stupid. No, which is actually infinitely better than the the original. (laughs) The original song. Um, But the greatest American hero was kind of hot. Yeah. You know, like Uh, 80s hot with the curly hair. I'm picturing some sort of like Grecian guy. God, man, with like like muscles bulging and like this white flowy robe situation and yeah. this curly afro just gleaming. Yeah, no, that sounds good. That right. works for me. Okay, it was hot until her husband saw it too. Then it's like, oh, well. oh, well, you've ruined my fantasy, husband. <laughs> Way to ruin everything. And the fact that he brought two friends, it's like, no, 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 that's no. too many. Yeah, too it's, too many. It's not that kind of party. <laughs> All right, our next story comes from Alexis, and she says, one night I was in bed and trying to fall asleep when I heard what sounded like a large gathering of people speaking to each other quietly. I got up and went to the living room, which is where it sounded like it was coming from. All of a sudden, the whispering stopped, but there was no one there. So I chalked it up to my imagination and just went back to bed. About two minutes later, I heard the piano playing, Mm -hmm. like what you would hear in a church. Oh my God, that is extra creepy. This time I got up and I ran into the living room and met my mom right in the middle. She had heard it too, but again, there was nothing in the living room. See, okay, this kind of stuff 
I believe. I just somebody just sent us a video of a guy walking around, a security guy mm-hmm. in a mausoleum. Yeah. And he's hearing voices and he's like talking to them. And she's like, Help me. And he says, Where are you? And she's like, You can't see me. Is that my cat? It is. Oh, Sorry. It's like you said, Help me. And help he's me. like, Responded. Meow. But to me, I'm like, Yeah, you got your friend in there and you're filming TikToks. Yeah, messing too. around. But these freak me out. Yeah. I no love kidding. these kinds of stories. This next one is from Eddie. Hi, I recently started listening to you girls and you're hilarious. The stories are amazing too. I do have a ghost story for you. It happened about 13 years ago when I was staying with my parents. So I was sleeping in the basement and my little brother had a bed on the other side of the room. I woke up when he came to bed that night and noticed that there was a lady in a white dress walking behind him. So the next morning I asked, what girl did you have over last night? And he just did looks at me and says, bro, I didn't bring anyone down last night. So a few days later, my grandma, who was also staying with my parents and has her own room upstairs, tells us that she's been talking to a lady in white who keeps coming into her room at night. Uh, my parents aren't um, together anymore, but when we go to see my dad, we make sure to say hi to the lady in white. Grandma just up there hanging out. Yeah, she's like, she's so, so nice. Did, yeah, we just, and I needed a friend. Yeah, she doesn't use the doorknob. She just no, comes she right just on, come in. on in. All right, so this next one comes from Joe. When your friends have passed and they breathe their last and the hurt won't go away. Hey. And late at night, are they tricks of light or did they decide to stay? When you hear that purr but you're not quite sure, is it comfort that you seek? When the shadows crawl down along the wall, it's the dead pet of the week. I need like a giant stein of something. I'm sad that I don't have an eye patch on for the <laughs> for that. Because that's totally like the tune of the sea shanties. That is Joe from Canada. Amazing Joe from Canada. Love it so much. And Joe actually had a really great ghost story, but his sound was so messed up. The oh. audio, I almost played it just because it sounded haunted. There would yeah. be one point he was like, hi, this is Joe. <gasps> yeah, it was really what freaky. What Joe is really haunted? Uh, he's... He did, had a really great ghost story. So, Joe, you're going to need to re-record that for us. Uh, but this Dead Pet of the Week story actually comes from Keely. Hey, ladies, it's Keely. Um, so I have a couple of Dead Pet of the Week sp- stories for you. When I was a little girl, we had a yellow lab named Susie. She was my absolute best friend. We did everything together. When we would go camping, she would lay on my feet to keep me warm. And she passed away when she was about 15. Um, we went camping later that summer and it was a little cold. I was having a hard time sleeping because of it. And all of a sudden, I felt something curl up all across my feet. Looked up and obviously there wasn't anything there. Um, but I went right to sleep. The next story, I had a cat a few years ago and my parents ended up taking him in for me. Um, I wasn't able to keep him anymore. But anytime I would go over and visit, as soon as he heard me coming, he would just start meowing and he would run and jump into my arms. Um, he ended up passing away. He got hit by a car. I remember going over to my mom's house and it, it still happens every once in a while, but out of the corner of my eye, I see this little black and white cat. And so I look over and, you know, he's not there. But there's times where I'll go over and I'll feel a cat crawl up on top of me and curl up. And My parents don't have inside cats and they definitely don't have a black and white one. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Love you. Bye. Oh. Love you, too. Oh, that's sweet. That was very sweet. Thank you, Keely. All right, our next story comes from Brad. L, Jules, and Bex. No, hello. Hello, Hello, Jules and Bex. Oh, my gosh, I love you already. Stop it. Stop it. Sir, Brad. Stop it. (laughs) Had a little something happen to me at work the other night that I thought I'd share. I'm an EMT for the Welsh Ambulance Service, and we were sent back to our station for a break. 
It was about two or three in the morning. There was myself, my crewmate, and a duty manager, so I offered to make everyone a spot of tea. I was approaching the kitchen when I heard someone call my name, so I went back to the staff room and said, yeah, only to be met with confused looks. I asked, uh, did anybody just call my name? More confused looks. Then the duty manager said, you know the station is haunted. So back to the kitchen I went to finish the tea, and when the kitchen light turned itself off, I said, the tea and stop the <laughs> ambulance for the last 20 minutes of my break. Brad P.S. Shout out to my wife Christy and her shop rockamilly.com. So wait, he went to finish the tea and the kitchen light turned it itself turned itself off. off and oh Brad, poor Brad, had to bolt. <laughs> which I would have absolutely left my tea behind too. So last week we talked to Ginny in the UK. She <laughs> has her own podcast called Mav Geeks. Awesome. And it's about like aviation stuff and we had said that we need to have her on because yeah. they do a spooky episode mm-hmm. every Halloween. So uh, Jenny says, we'd love to come on the show and talk about some forces ghoulies. Ha ha. I don't know if it's the same in the States, but the word ghoulies is slang for men's dangly bits. <gasps> so I have to say it. That's awesome. Check out the ghoulies on that guy. Can This just changes everything for it us. It absolutely does. This I'm is, going to now refer to my husband's ghoulies. Ghoulies. I yeah. know. This is a whole new world of immaturity for us. I know. I'm sorry, but I love it. I lo- Thank you, Jenny. Thank you. Jenny uh, also has a story. In the village I grew up in, there used to be an old hall. Well, my big sister Vanessa was about 12 at the time and playing with her friend who lived right by it. Vanessa was laughing away like you do when you're 12 and your parents pay all of your bills and feed you for free. (laughs) Oh, I know that life. (laughs) I miss that life. I miss it, man. Seriously. (laughs) Anyway, she doubles over laughing, hands on her knees, and then looks up and sees a woman in a maid's outfit looking around the garage with a what's all that noise look on her face. The woman disappeared from sight around the garage. Then Vanessa sees her going up across the courtyard. Then she sees her float up the damn wall where the staircase used to be, gets to the top of the wall, then turns around and looks at Vanessa and goes, wah! I don't really, it's just like literally W with two lines of A's. Yeah, no, no, no. Imagining that is um, terrifying. Does that mean that the ghost was doing that? That's what I think. That's what I think too. Because I was like, is it the ghost or is it Vanessa? I feel like it got up to the top of the thing and then was like mimicking back the Making laugh of the of girls. Her. Yeah, like, wah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I also did a witch claw in there. I don't know why. But. Funny enough, I was reading a book about the old hall a few years ago and it mentioned that the old residents would see the ghost of a former nade knocking around. Look forward to hearing from you both soon. Precious ones, Jenny. I love Jenny so much. That's a great story, Jenny. So yeah, we promise we're going to do our best to get Jenny on before Halloween this season. Okay, so Rebecca has been really cool about collecting spooky news for us lately. And you just sent me one on Instagram. I did. And this is about a vampire. Have we ever had any type of vampire story? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't believe in vampires. So I don't either. But there are a weird group of people like in real life that drink blood and call themselves vampires. Yeah, I definitely believe. I know that that happens but I don't believe that there's like like oh my word if only there was like a what we do in the shadows kind of situation somewhere good god yes I yeah if that was real like I would just want to go and hang out with all those vampires because it's so funny I would already be dead because I'd be trying to hang out with them and they'd be like shut up and kill her yeah we're not virgins so (laughs) 
<laughs> no, they have no interest in us. They're like, at no all. thanks. We yeah. don't want those ladies. Um, anyways, so they found a real life female vampire from the 17th century. It's her grave that they found. This happened. Uh, Polish archaeologists have uncovered the remains of a woman thought to be a vampire. Her grave dates back to the 17th century when fears about people returning from the dead were prevalent. And what they found was a, uh, what'd you call it? A sickle across her throat. So if she's dead, though, how is she a vampire? I guess she was in her life, and that is why she is no longer with us, because they decided to kill her. Oh. So I'm guessing, can you do the sickle thing? Is that another way to kill a vampire? Like, not just stake through the heart? I literally have no idea. I need to I, do some more research on that. That's my bad. No, I remember listening to a lore episode about vampires, and same thing, where they would do certain things whenever yeah. they would bury a body thinking it, it was might a vampire. Come back. Yeah. Well, I guess it worked, so there is yeah, <laughs> I mean, as far as we know, she hasn't been back. All right. So we talked last week about Diane. We shared a couple of her stories, and I told you guys that she had one more that we needed to share. So uh, this one's from Diane. In college, I dated Todd. He was nice at first. Lots of love bombing while slowly kicking the chair out from underneath me. Ooh. I just want to say that Todd is the male version of a Karen. Oh. I, I think so. Did you ever watch Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? Oh, the TV show? Yes. Yes. Love that show. Do you remember the Love Colonel song? No. There's He's giving me love, Colonel. Yes. Yes. Okay. That's what's happening here. Love, uh, Colonel. This one sounds, love bombing. This sounds a little a little worse. worse. But yeah, love, Colonels. That was always, I related to that song in a big way. Anyhow. Sorry, heavy boobs is the only one that comes to mind. <laughs> heavy boobs. Heavy boobs. And I'm like, I, I don't know what heavy boobs are like, but I, I understand after the song. I'm sorry. I, I, I have derailed us completely. I need to binge watch Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. <laughs> it's so good. That's such a great it's so good. All the songs are just. Like, hilarious. I just poked myself in the face with my papers. I'm so excited about all of Okay, crazy ex-girlfriend. Anyhow, here we go. Uh, lots of love bombing while slowly kicking the chair out from underneath me. He was a strange guy who turned out to be violent and abusive. He even slut-shamed me for not being a virgin when we met. Todd was a very jealous man, though I gave him no reason to be. He'd say things like he had me followed from school or work. And then I'd better not look at another man. He told me that he'd kill me and put my body in a vat of acid so no one would ever find me. Um, he was a power lifter. It may have been on steroids, though he denied it. Probably. Eventually, I got the courage to break up with him. Man, it was liberating. Girl. Good job getting away from that, because that sounds horrible. Yeah. I hope Todd's dead, honestly. Funny you should say that. <laughs> well, Todd's best friend, Jim, and I grew closer after the breakup. Oh, dang. Todd was pissed, and he felt betrayed, and then got angry and bitter when we got married. Ooh, yep. So over the years after that, Todd would call out of the blue and say things like, I see you're getting fat. Man, he's just a what prince. A <laughs> I know, I hate this guy. Oh. There was no caller ID back then, so if the phone rang, you actually had to pick it up and talk. Um, it affected me at first, but after a while, I was over it and him. Eventually, we stopped hearing from him, and he dropped off the map, which was great. Jim and I later divorced, but remain extremely close friends and even live together now. Wow. Many years later, social media happened. Jim and I decided to look up Todd to see what had happened to him. Well, he didn't have any social media accounts at all, which was weird. I decided to Google him, and that's when I found his obituary. I was stunned, but confirmed it with Jim that the name and birth date were correct. We even checked findagrave.com to confirm it. For the first time in decades, I actually felt like I could breathe again. 
So one night last year, Jim and I were sitting in the living room watching TV when the phone rang. I have a phone service that goes through my cable company, so whenever someone calls, their name and number pop up on my TV screen. Todd's full name and 30-year-old phone number popped up. No! What freaking the way. Actual f- That's what <gasps> she writes, yes. My heart stopped. I couldn't breathe, and my body was tingling from the top of my head down to the tips of my toes. Jim and I looked at each other, then back at the TV as the phone continued to ring. We both said, are you seeing this? Is this actually happening? (gasps) So my phone was in the bedroom, but I was too scared to move. I didn't want to answer it or talk to whatever was on the line anyhow. We tried to continue the night as normal, but couldn't stop thinking about what happened and how weird (gasps) it was. No. The next morning, Jim called the funeral home where Todd's funeral was held and confirmed it did occur and that he was in the grave. Yeah. Jim also called the number that had popped up on the screen the next day and got a recording that said that that number was no longer in service. What the frick? So who or what called that night? Todd did. That dickhole called from beyond. (laughs) (laughs) And what did he want to say? Exactly. He wanted to call you fat. You should have answered that phone and said, you have a tiny dick and then hung up. (laughs) She says, I hope I never find out. Oh, I hope so too, Diane. That is such a good story. <laughs> I, I am blown away, Diane. I wrote her back. I was like, are you shitting me? Are you for real with this? And <sighs> she was like, I am absolutely for real. And she sent some proof. She sent pictures of the gravestone. Yeah, so pontedaf.com. This is episode six, season eight. So go and look for everything that Diane Ooh, said. Yes, Ooh. and don't forget that we can. you can find this week's companion blog at hauntedaf.com. We got all the pictures, all the links. Did you just say I that? I did just say that. And I then repeated it like a f***ing idiot. Well, no. <laughs> remind them to go to the online store, though. Oh, yeah. Is, um, check out our merch while you're there at hauntedaf.com um, and buy all our stuff. Yeah, and the cute <laughs> little socks. And please send those stories. We need them. Audio, video. Everything. Written, recorded, all the things. Send it to hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com so we can use them on season eight of Haunted AF. And don't forget to subscribe to Haunted AF on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and of course, TikTok. You can even contact us directly through our website, hauntedaf.com. Gotta say thanks to Andrew Mamalaga and Travis Vance for the Haunted AF theme song and to On Air Media for titles and technical support. Also, big thanks to all of the Haunted AF Patreon supporters. Most of all, we have to thank you for listening and for sharing your stories with us. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt you. Oh, I'll come back to haunt you too, Rebecca. 